Coming up on Unpacked. You're thinking about, I need to move these things. This is going to hurt my baby. Now I'm thinking to myself, I don't need to move anything because there is no baby. This time it's going to stick. Mm. This time, this is the real deal. This is, mm. this is my baby. This is my, mm. it's a human. What you are telling me is that I'm carrying an embryo that you can't save, that you, got, mm. you guys are going to let die. Dealing with the trauma of multiple miscarriages, our guest is here to share her story. Let's unpack. Mpongwenya is a 29-year-old qualified exercise specialist currently residing in Johannesburg. As a stay-at-home mother, her journey to conception has been a difficult one, with her having to survive not just one, not two, but six miscarriages. This is Mpo's story. Let's unpack. Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> what was it like meeting your partner back then? I want to paint a, you know, paint a picture for us as to what the relationship was like when it started. Wow. Um, we met at church. Mm. Uh, obviously, it's Christian. Yes. You know. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> we met at church, uh, which was my childhood church, and mm. he came. Uh, and joined the church, I think, in 2012, mm. uh, coming with a friend. Mm. And I think the friend had a crush on him, but we don't, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and they, like, he, she invited him, and I think he just stayed because of sort of the culture mm. of, of our church. Um, and then we, I, I, I went to basic concept, which is basically a like you become a full member of the church. Mm. So at the age of 21, I, I did that at the age of 21. And luckily enough, he was also in the class because mm. he wanted to be a full member of our church. And we met and I was not really paying much attention to him, honestly. Mm. I was just like, I mean, who is this guy? Mm. <laughs> and I think graduation day, he asked to take a picture with me mm. as like part of that. His story was... This is just, you know, I'll send the pictures to everyone. Mm. I'm taking pictures with everyone. And then I was like, okay. And then he's like, okay, fine. Can I have your number mm. so that I can send you uh, picture. the picture? Mm. And then I was like, okay. Uh, you know, it doesn't really matter. Mm. Um, and then I sent him, uh, I gave him my number and he sent me the picture. We started chatting on WhatsApp and I started to sort of really like him. Mm. Um, he's a like he's a very uh, kind person, mm. and I sort of fell for that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> he played me. <laughs> he played yes. me really good. So now you guys eventually get married. Yes. And what were the conversations at the time around children? Um, we started having conversations um, in the first year of our courtship. Mm. So we didn't really date. From the beginning, he was set on, I want to marry you. Wow. And I want to make sure that you know that. And we need to make plans mm. in, in how we're going to get married and how we're going to do that. Because you're still young and you, I was still in school. Mm. So we started talking By about... school, do you mean varsity? Yeah, I yeah. went to um, um, Exercise Teachers Academy where I was studying to be a personal trainer mm. and exercise specialist. So I 
I was like, okay, fine, I understand that. And he's like, no, maybe we take two years and, you know, get to know each other. Mm. Um, we don't obviously just want to say, let's get married mm. and then do it just because, you know, we're Christians or whatever. Um, and then I was like, it's okay. I think that's a good good way of doing mm. it. You know, we're trying to get to know each other more. And um, in the beginning, he was set on, we, I want to have four kids. Mm. And I was like, hey, Zulu people, like, honestly speaking, like, I'm still so young. Like, yeah. I'm not thinking I want to have four kids. And then I finally was like, you know what? Honestly, I think for what he was bringing to the table, that was the minimum I could do. Mm. I could give him four kids because that's what we discussed. And irrespective of what comes with sort of childbirth mm. and sort of being pregnant and the whole shebang. I was just like, it's fine. And I stuck to it. And um, it was, yeah, it was a bit challenging, obviously, in the beginning mm. um, when everything was happening. But so, so how was it then that you did find out that you were pregnant the first time? <sighs> okay, so... <laughs> Maybe let's backtrack, if you mm, don't mind. Mm. Um, after we we got married, we decided that we actually wanted to wait a bit, mm. maybe a year, so that we can just enjoy us being married mm. and, you know, have fun and walk around naked in the house mm. and have, you know, cleanse the house, basically, in every room. <laughs> Bless the house. Bless it in every before single room. Children, exactly. yes. Before there's children, Exactly, before someone is like... What's happening here? Yes, yes. So, and then afterwards we were sitting and we're like, you know what? Chances are it's not going to happen now. Yeah. Maybe let's start. Mm. Let's just start the process of trying to have a baby and see where it goes. Ah, it's not going to happen now. Mm. I mean, these things take time. That's where he, that's him convincing me. Yeah. Ah, these things take time, love. Like, it's not going to happen mm. now. Uh, it's not like you'll be pregnant next month. And then um, I was pregnant the following month. Wow. <laughs> Basically, that's how it happened. And me finding out I was pregnant because we were um, planning, I was checking my ovulation. Mm. I was on the pill. Mm. So when we had decided, then I immediately got off the pill, not realizing that actually I was ovulating the week next, the mm. following week. So I think two weeks later, I was basically pregnant. Mm. And I, I started feeling off. You know, mm. man, your body, white saber, you, you can sense when something is uh, not mm. really okay. Mm. And I was like, ah, maybe get pregnant. He's like, ah, don't be dramatic. Mm. Well, I mean, we just started. And I was like, no, I'm going to take a test. And then I took a test, but I didn't tell him that I was taking the test. I found out that, oh, it's positive. Mm. But me living in a rom-com type, I was like, I want to plan this very elaborate way of telling him, yes. you know, make it so romantic. This was our first child. And I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do, you know. I want to print, like, uh, a T-shirt where I'm, like, writing the um, birth month where mm. the child is going to be born and all of those things. And then when I told him, he was just like, oh, already. Oh, wow. Uh, hey, I thought we were still going to do this, man. For you know, a while. every day, every day, <laughs> yeah. you know, every day, like every hour of the day, if we could keep trying. And I was like, no, but it doesn't mean we need to stop. You know, we can <laughs> yeah. still do it. We can still do it. And then uh, we were very excited and we immediately went to um, uh, our, our gynae and to obviously confirm the pregnancy because peeing on a stick sometimes. 
It's You're not, not really sure mm. how many weeks and whatnot. Even though in my head I was counting and saying, "Oh, I got off the pill on mm. this my on this day, and maybe this is the possibility." And then going to the guy, the guy confirms, and he's there. We're both excited, and he's like, "Yes, you are definitely pregnant," and it registered as I think was four weeks, and then we were oh like over the moon because mm. it was literally. Um, it happened so quickly. Mm. I don't think any like both of us expected it to happen that quickly. Mm. And then he was traveling a lot um, because of work. Mm. Now I'm I, I was basically always at home by myself, mm. and um, that's when it happened. My first miscarriage, mm. and I am like, how did you experience it? Ah. <sighs> uh, that was a very, very um, sad day, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um, that was a very sad day because we went to the gynae, I think, the week before, and then it happened a week later. Mm. Now, he's he's not at home. He's in Cape Town. And I call him, I'm like, it was during the day, we had people working at the house and they were doing paving outside. And I was like, no, man, I feel like I'm, I have like period pains, cramps, mm. but so intense. Mm. And I was like, something is, is happening. And I call my, my doctor's office and I tell them. And they're like, no, but I think you, the reception is like, no, you're worrying about nothing mm. because this is your first pregnancy. You know, you'll have cramps. Um, this is probably nothing, you know, mm. maybe sleep it off and you can take paracetamol, um, like Panado, like Panado A1, mm. and you, you'll be fine. Uh, and then I was like, okay, maybe she's right. Maybe mm. I'm being paranoid, May, you know, overthinking about everything. And then I slept and I think I woke up maybe like four hours later to a bunch of missed calls from my husband. He's like, because I, I, I texted him and I told him, you know what, I'm not feeling okay. Mm. Like, I'm feeling like really bad cramps. Mm. But I don't know how to explain it. I called the doctor's office and this is what they said. And then he, he called me and I couldn't pick up the phone. When I, I picked up the phone, I realized, I was like, Norman, I need to um, go to the bathroom because I'm feeling like, you know when you like really want to pee? Yes, and, pressed, and yeah. yeah but now you are feeling really, like, n when I woke up, I was really, like, having, like, ex now the way excruciating, yeah. the pain. And then I was like, no, I really need to pee. Maybe I just need to, you know, just release um, some pee, then I'll be fine. And then I went to the bathroom, and I kid you not, I think I saw my baby in there. Yeah. I, I immediately called my husband, and I was like, I think I just had a miscarriage. How many weeks pregnant were you at this time? That was like, I think, five weeks because we found out mm. at four weeks. It was like five, five weeks. And I, and I was like, I think, I think I just lost the baby. Mm. And he's like, no, what do you mean? Like, you are fine. You, ju mm. you just said you were having cramps. And like, like what mm. happened? Now he's shocked because I, like, I think he was not expecting me to say that. Mm. And then I was like, And of no. course, for context at the time, yeah. five weeks is very, very small. We're talking like early. maybe the size of a blueberry. Literally, there tiny. was... Tiny, yes. Do you know when you... I'm sorry for You can TMI. be graphic. Yes, yeah. be graphic. When you are on your period, you have um, like 
clots. Yeah, yes. blood clots that look like um, like cement, um, yes, like liver. liver. Yes. yes. So when you are on your period, sometimes when you pee, you'll see the blood clots yes. come out. On that day, it was not a blood clot. Mm. It it didn't even look like a blood clot. That's why I was like, I think that's my baby. Wow. And when I called my doctor's office and I told them, I was like, I think I just had a miscarriage. They're like, no, 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 you didn't. You were just having cramps. I was like, hey, I was my male. This is my body. I'm telling you, something came out of my body. Mm. I don't think it's my period. Mm. Like, I, I don't even know how to explain. And I, I got so irritated at, like, explaining it to her because mm. I'm trying to be as graphic and as detailed mm. as possible because now I can't speak to my doctor. Now I'm speaking to someone who's basically doesn't have any experience in mm. terms of being an OBGYN. And I was like, I, I told my husband, he's like, no, I'm literally getting on a flight. I'll be there in two hours and we can go to the hospital. We can go to the doctor. Mm. How are you feeling? I was like, I, I'm, I, I don't even know how I'm feeling mm. because I... Immediately after I went to the bathroom, I stopped having pains. Mm. Like, it literally as if nothing was happening. Yeah. And I said to myself, how am I going to explain this? I, last week I was pregnant. Now I'm not pregnant. Had you shared the news with anybody No, I didn't share it with mm. anyone. Because mm. I thought to myself, let's wait mm. um, at least for like three months or something. And then we can start telling our our families, maybe our parents, because it's literally, we were still in honeymoon, yes. you know? We were still basically in celebration of after we had our wedding. And I thought, oh, no, man, they're still in honeymoon phase. Let's let's let them rest and we'll tell them um, afterwards and say, we, we're having a baby. Mm. But now <laughs> the baby's mm. not there. So what, wh when and how did you get confirmation that it was a miscarriage? So when my husband came back home, he, I think it happened around about 4. My husband was home at like 7 p.m. And when he came home, he's like, okay, let's go to the hospital. Mm. I was like, I, I don't think there's a need because I don't feel. I, afterwards, I started sort of, it's like my, it was like my period. Mm. I started bleeding. And then I just took a pad. I was like, I don't feel like being propped. Mm, I don't feel in, like yeah, being in. touched. I don't feel like explaining because I feel like the whole day I've been trying to explain mm. and no one was taking me seriously. And I was like, we'll go tomorrow. We'll see how I'm feeling mm. tomorrow. In the morning, yes, we go, go to our doctor's office. First thing in the morning, we get there and I tell her what happened. And I mm. tell her that I called the whole day yesterday and this is what your receptionist said. And she's like, no, but you maybe were overreacting. You know, maybe let's just um, let's just have a look, mm. take um, check on the sauna. And when she checked on the sauna, there was nothing. Mm. And the not even the miracle about it. The funny thing about it is that all the miscarriages that I had, they clean themselves. Mm. So you know, when you have a miscarriage, they, you do um, there's a, a, a procedure that they do to clean out everything in mm. your womb to make sure that there's nothing left mm. um, so that if you are to be, become pregnant again, mm. then your baby or the embryo is set up okay and there's mm. nothing disturbing it. All my, my pregnancies, they will just literally... So, so in the case of this particular miscarriage, mm -hmm. what did the doctor say when she saw there was nothing? Because the whole time they were all treating you yeah. like you're overreacting. No, she just said, oh, oh there's nothing. Mm. 
I was like, yes, but I told you there was nothing mm. because I told you guys what happened yesterday. And she, I think she didn't have anything to say mm. because as much as, yes, she's a doctor, she has all these qualifications, but this is my body. Mm. And she was not there when that happened. Mm. And, and she was just like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we did not um, take you seriously or that she said, we did, like, we did not... Um, listen to you or something like that. Mm. And I was like, oh, it's, it's fine. Mm. There's nothing we can do now. It doesn't help me to be um, mad or mm. to be angry because now my baby is gone. So how were you feeling at that time? when Because much as you knew, that confirmation is another layer of, okay, this is real. Mm-hmm. I was okay. Mm. I think I was in denial. Yes. <laughs> I was okay. And my husband was like, um, so I think let's go home. Um, what do you What do you want to eat? Let's Let's figure that out, and then we can, you know, sit down and talk. And I was like, Ah, there's no need to talk. Firstly, let's go to the bottle store, and mm. I need some wine. Yeah. Because I am not about to talk about this thing. Mm. I no food is gonna fix it. Let's just get some wine, and then I'll be fine. Mm. And then when I got home, I just had some wine and I just sat down. I didn't even, I didn't even cry mm. because I felt like, I think in my head, I thought it's not real. Mm. Probably I'll wake up in the morning, the baby's still there. Mm. It's probably, it's a dream. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. a dream. It's a dream and this is not happening. This is not real. I'll wake up in the morning, my baby's still going to be there. Mm. It's still too early. There's no way we can tell. Maybe the baby is hiding. Mm. Like, I had all sorts of explanations in my head that I was telling myself. Mm. And none of that was real. Yeah. So when did the reality dawn on you that you had lost the baby? The following day when my husband went to work Mm. and I was sitting by myself Mm. and I realized that there's no baby. Mm. And I'm sitting, you know, when you're sitting in the house, you are, when you are pregnant, it doesn't matter even if it's a, a day or whatever, you are expectant. Your mind is saying, there's going to be laughter. Mm. There's going to, oh my God, I need to change this. My kids are going to be naughty. I need mm. to, you know, think, you're thinking about, I need to move these things. This is going to hurt my baby. Mm. Now I'm thinking to myself, I don't need to move anything. <laughs> I don't need to do anything because there is no baby. Mm. But now what was killing me was now the silence because now it was so quiet. Yeah. And now I had to face my feelings. I need, needed to face the fact that I had no child in me anymore. Mm. And there's nothing I can do about that. So what happened the next time that you were pregnant? How did you find out? And, and were you actively trying afterwards? Oh, yeah. We don't stop trying. Mm. You know, Coitus is a regular in our mm. house. Mm. <laughs> we, don't, we don't stop that. So I was not, we were not, I think it was maybe two days after the miscarriage when my period stopped, we continued to be active. Yes. And we were pregnant not even like a month later, mm. I was pregnant. And... I thought to myself, this time is going to stick. This time, this is the real deal. Mm. Maybe the first time was a trial and we didn't know oven ready, you know, setting the temperature. Now, now, now we're good. Mm. Now we're good. 
And same thing. Not even went to the doctor and she's like, oh, you're pregnant. You need to go. Hmm. Continue. Don't stop. Two weeks later, there's no baby. Wow. And this is around the same time. Same time. In the first trimester. All of them have been all in the first trimester. Hmm. And I'm just like, ah. Now when it happened, I immediately can feel they have sort of like a pattern. It's cramps. And then during the day, you'll just feel some sort of like a gushing, like sort of like an explosion of something. Mm. And it's like abnormal periods. Yes. And I was like, oh, I think maybe this is, I think it's happening. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure, but okay, let me not overthink. Went to immediately call my husband. I'm going to the hospital. This is what's happening. Mm. I'm going to casualty. When I get to casualty, they're like, yes, you are experiencing a miscarriage. Mm. And I was like, ah, oh, again, I just experienced this not even two months ago. Mm. And the nurse that was there just said, the doctor is going to come in and she, she's going to help you. Mm. And when the doctor came in and she said, Mrs. Nguyenia, you are having a miscarriage. It's mm. an active miscarriage. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so if it's an active one, it means the baby is not gone yet. Yes. So how can you stop that? Yes. All right, can you give me a pill? Yes. Can you stitch me up so mm. that the baby... What, like, what is the problem? Why am I experiencing this? Like, mm. can you give me some sort of... Like, I need an explanation to say, mm. this is why this is happening. I was so... Oh, I was so mad. And what but did they my, say? My anger was directed to the wrong person because yes. I, she was like, I don't have your history. I'm like, this is my history, I'm telling you. I had this not even two months ago. Mm. Now it's happening again. How can you stop this? Mm. If you are saying it's actively happening right now, how can you stop it? And were they able... So we, we know now that they weren't able to save the no. pregnancy, but did she communicate that she could try or she said it's too late? No, she just said, it's, if it's actively happening, ma'am, there's nothing we can do to stop mm. it. The baby, it's basically like taking an abortion pill. After that abortion pill... It's too late. It's too late. Yeah. So, but I was like, but I, why are you making an example about abortion? Because I, I, it, this is not an abortion. Yes. So I'm, surely, I'm, I'm sure there's something that you guys can do that can stop the whole thing from happening. Mm. And she's like, no, uh, there's nothing we can do. This is happening. What we can do is give you painkillers mm. to make sure that everything is excreted um, out of your out of your body, out mm. of your system, and that you are not going to be in too much pain. Mm. I was like, but what do you mean everything? Do you mean my baby is excreted? Like, wow. you are talking in terms of, me like, medical terms. This is, my, mm. this is my baby. This is my... Mm. It's a human. Was the terminology they were using, because I think when it comes to miscarriages, medically mm. they call it something like forced termination or something like that. They no, they didn't even say that. She just said, this is a miscarriage and this is not a baby. It's an embryo. Okay. Now, I, she says, you need to wrap... Like, she was, she was hush in a way, but I guess speaking the truth, that you need to wrap your head around the fact that this is happening right now. And unfortunately, the baby is not a baby as yet. Mm. Um, the baby is still an embryo. Mm. And I thought to myself, that's a bunch of BS. Mm. Because what I am feeling, what I know that I'm carrying is a baby. Yes. What you are telling me is that I'm carrying an embryo that you can't save, that you, got, mm. you guys are going to let die. Also, I mean, 
the baby was representing dreams that you have and so much potential. So it's not just a bunch of cells that are referred to as an embryo. It's so much more to you. That's true. Yeah. And and also, I think, you know what, one thing that really made me so, so angry was that I, I saw a pattern of when, um, as a black woman, you're complaining about your pain, you're complaining about this is, this is what is happening. They're telling you, no, this is not what is happening. Mm. This is what's happening. Mm. Now I'm like, but I don't understand how I'm having a miscarriage. You guys can't stop it, but you guys see that it's happening and it's active. I didn't, I, yeah. like, I think that was like lost on me. Like it went over my head where I was not able to understand mm -hmm. that. So now in terms of, um, you know, that was your second miscarriage. Mm -hmm. You then subsequently had more miscarriages. Did it follow the same pattern that same pattern. you'd fall pregnant mm -hmm. and then um, go through that, those same symptoms that you're feeling, cramping, mm -hmm. and then like something is being expelled yeah. from your body? Mm -hmm. Was it the same thing? It's this, it was literally the same method of... Um, it was the same thing. And how, how many miscarriages was that? I had six. Wow. I had six. In the period of how long? In the period of probably like six months. Wow. So every single month I was pregnant. Yeah. And I thought to myself, maybe, maybe, and a part of me was like, maybe I was not pregnant, you know. Even after you have a miscarriage, you, when you take a pregnancy test, it can still come out positive mm. because your HCG levels are still mm. sort of still there. Yes. And, and I tried to explain it to myself, but every time we went to the sauna, there's a baby. Yes. And I just didn't understand how. And I even asked my doctor, can you tell me and explain to me what's the reason why I'm having these? Mm. So, so that you guys can stop it. Yes. Because I never had a problem with conceiving. Mm. The problem was The problem carrying. was maintaining the pregnancy. Yeah. And that really pissed me off because I, I thought to myself, if I'm able to be pregnant, mm. right, if if it's a problem of a cervix and how it's sitting, can you guys not stitch me up mm. so that the baby is not like the baby doesn't come out? Like, can you guys not do something actively so what, that what we did they what did prevent they find? all of this? Nothing. Uh, every time my my doctor, um, every time the the pregnancies happen and the miscarriages happen, she just said, "It's just your body. Mm. Your body is not letting you." Mm. So I'm like, okay, fine. If my body is not letting me, what you are basically saying is, for the rest of my life, I'll keep on being pregnant. But not having a But baby. not having a child. Yeah. So every single time I'll be pregnant and then my body is just going to say, eh, no, my sister, mm. you know, mm. this person is not supposed to be here forever. Mm. I mean, I'm young, I'm healthy. Mm. What is the reason that I, I, I mean, I was even blaming myself that maybe I'm working out too much. Mm. Maybe I'm not eating the right foods. Maybe I'm like, I had all types of reasons why I was not being able sort of to carry and maintain mm. the pregnancies. Mm. And which was so hard because no one was giving you, like no one gave me any answers. Yes, no yes. one. Falling pregnant as many times as you did and losing the baby as many times as you did, what toll did that take on your body? I don't think it took a huge toll on my body, but more on my emotional well-being. Mm. Um, I think I, I was not ready. Mm. I was young. Mm. I was not ready to deal with essentially death. 
Mm. I think at the time I just looked at it as getting miscarriage, but it's it it was way more than that. Mm. I lost a part of me, a part of a, something that represented me and my husband together, mm. something that represented so much love and that was sort of taken away from me so many times mm. that I didn't even want to count, you know? And emotionally, I was not okay. Mm. I, 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 I drank. Mm. I drank a lot. Mm. Because when I was sort of sober-minded, I was, I was not able to cope mm. with the emptiness that I felt, one, the loneliness that I felt mm. because as much as I my husband my husband was honestly such a strong force in my life during that time but he didn't understand mm. because this was not happening to his body mm. you know I felt I'm not competent mm. I'm young I am a woman I'm sub like you know, after you get married. All these expectations. Yeah, after yeah. you get married, you told, ah, you know, you know, mm. and now how, yeah. what is happening? And and I failed to understand why that was happening to me. I really, I I, I went into such a lonely and dark place where I, I, I was so depressed. Mm. I was really, really depressed. And that took a toll on me emotionally. Mm. So what happened now? Talk us through the seventh time now you fall pregnant. Oh, the seventh time I fell pregnant, I didn't even care. Yes. I I told my 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 husband actually told me that I was pregnant. Mm. And I I remember I ordered a burger. We were in 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 Jeffrey's Bay. I ordered a burger. The burger was so good. Mm. I had to have another one. Mm. I ordered another one. And he said to me, I think I'm pregnant. Mm. I, there's no way. You can't eat two burgers. And afterwards, I literally, I was like, I'm so satisfied. Yes. And I, I bought a pregnancy test. And then when we landed from uh, PE, I took a test. And it was positive. Mm. And I thought to myself, ah, it's one of those. Yeah. Ah, it's one of those. Ah, we good. We good. We good over here, God. You know what? If it happens, I mm. will deal with it. But I don't have any high hopes. Mm. I I was I was okay with losing it now. Mm. I was okay with the death. Mm. Death was was in me, mm. and I didn't feel like I needed to even tell anyone mm. about that because I felt that it's gonna happen again. Mm. Um, mm. There's nothing. There's nothing to tell. Yeah. And I think day of my last. Um, for, on the first trimester, the day I entered my second trimester, I had a huge car accident. And wait, this is now the, the longest you had been pregnant. The longest. Yes. And mind you, I never even wanted to bond with the baby. Mm. I never wanted to bond with the pregnancy. I was just like, it's okay. Because why? It's going to go. Mm. So the moment I bond then I'm going to lose myself. Again. Again. Mm. I don't want to give myself away to this person that is probably not going to stick. Mm. And on that day when I, I, I remember I was, I was saying to my husband, I was like, oh, today is the, the last day of my first trimester, according to this app. But hey, you know, you never know if we'll make mm. it to tomorrow. And the following day in the morning, 
I drive and I'm trying to go to a mall, the huge truck comes and I was driving a, a bike here at the time. It crashes on the driver's side. Mm. And me getting out of the car, it was so bad. The accident was really bad. As, as I got out of the car, I was like, first thing I thought to myself was, yeah, no, it had to happen. Mm. I understand the baby is no more. Mm. There was no way. It, there was no way the baby was gonna survive. Yeah. I was expecting something like this to happen, mm. so it's okay. I told. I called my husband. I told him this is what happened, and you need to come. Call me an ambulance. Do something. I'm yes. gonna go to the to the hospital, um, and this is where the accident has happened. And he was like, "Okay, fine. I'm leaving mm. work. I'm coming." Mm. I went to to the hospital. When I got to the hospital, the doctor is like. The baby is fine. Oh my God. Wow. Welcome to the second trimester. Yes. Your baby is dancing. That child, she's still dancing even today. Yes. Okay. She was like, I've never seen anything move so quickly on yes. the sauna thing. Yes. I was just like, after that, I had bruises. I was, I had blood. I was so scared. I was so nervous. And the baby, was like fine. The, the baby was fine. Mm. Didn't feel anything, nothing got to her and as soon as the doctor said welcome to the second trimester mm. i thought to myself okay this means we're going to make it so did you now have the hope and I, the the belief that you can bond with the baby i think i did yeah i did and as soon as i think 16 weeks hit i started feeling some butterflies oh my god i was so excited the first movement the first movement i was like oh this is what it this is what it feels like. Mm. Oh, now I feel definitely that I'm carrying a human because why? I feel something, yes. you know? As soon as the bump started growing, but I was so ugly. Mm. Oh my goodness, I was so, so ugly. I was so black. Mm. And I thought to myself, yeah, this child better come out beautiful because the way I was so ugly and I was, I was so excited. Yes. My husband was very excited and our parents were so excited. And even did, not knowing. Did you knowing, tell them eventually that no, you had had all the miscarriages? No, no. Mm. And even after the whole thing, not knowing, to them, they just thought, oh, this is the perfect time. You know, mm. it's been a few months you guys got married. Mm. Now this is the baby's going to come. This is fantastic. Congratulations, mm. guys. Like, this is what's, this is a blessing. Mm. And we thought to ourselves, yeah, now it's, it's good. Mm. This is really great. And got into my third trimester, I was still doing good. We, I, we, my husband decided that maybe it's better if I just stay at home after the accident and just try and take care of myself. Mm. So I was just relaxing at home. Getting into my third trimester, I thought, we are in it now. Mm. We, we definitely gonna have this baby. You know, come winter, she, the due date was in July. Mm. I was like, this is perfect. Um, we're gonna have a July baby. Oh my gosh, she's gonna be a cancer. She's gonna be so sweet, you know, looking up all these things. And then on the day I hit, I think 37 weeks, I felt something completely different. It's sort of like, it was like lightning mm. on my tummy. Mm. I started having black stretch marks. Mm. And I called my doctor and I was like, hey, I think something is happening. Mm. I think something is wrong. Like, the, the, I have some pains. I don't know how to explain them. Um, and I just discovered that now I have stretch marks. Two hours ago, I never had any stretch yes. marks. 
And then I, the doctor said, no, 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 you're fine. Uh, you know, the baby just turned. Now it means the baby's ready to come out. Mm. And then I was like, hey, no, no, no. This pain doesn't feel like it's a normal pain. Yes, yes. And with my past, I'm not going to play. Yes. I got into an Uber. I went straight to the hospital. And I said, you need to check me. Something, mm. is, is, something is happening that I don't, mm. I'm not understanding. And then as soon as she checked me, she discovered that I had gestational diabetes. Wow. Mm. And she's like, the baby is surrounded by a lot of water, which is not amniotic fluid. Yes. So we need to do a test. We need to do um, um, a, a test to check if you have gestational diabetes. Mm. Um, tomorrow morning, don't eat anything. You know, for two hours, we'll do a glucose test. And then when we, I got there, the, did, they did the test. And then immediately, I think after... Not even two hours later, she, she calls and she's like, you have gestational diabetes. Mm. We need to deliver the baby via C-section mm. in the next two days. So you need to decide if you uh, want us to induce you or mm. you want to get a C-section. Mm. And I thought to myself, I don't think there's a reason for me to actually get uh, induced. Mm. Because if the baby is in danger, then mm. it means we must take the baby out. I'm not losing another baby. More especially after bonding so much with this baby. Yes. I am not going to go through that. And then I told my husband, my husband's like, okay, fine. So when is the doctor saying we must do this thing? It was on a Friday. Mm. And he... She was like, no, on Tuesday, we will do it. We go to mm. theater, we deliver the baby. On Friday, the baby weighed, I think, 3 kg. Mm. When the baby was delivered, she weighed 4.3. Wow. And that the doctor, was a big baby. Yeah, yes. and the doctor's like, no, the baby could have died sure. if you didn't follow your instinct to say something is really wrong. wrong. Mm. To say that, and to actually not even say it and sit down, but say it and stand up and say, hey, you need to check me. You need to make sure that this is mm. what's happening and you need to make sure that there's nothing wrong. And the baby survived, even though she stayed in the NICU for, I think, four days. Mm. Because after you have a baby who, with diabetes, like when you have di gestational diabetes, they need to check the baby, yes. that the baby is also not in danger. And then she also developed jaundice, but which were sort of normal things mm. for a baby. And they were not sort of life-threatening. Mm. And as soon as I held the baby in my arms, oh my goodness, it was worth it. Mm. I'm telling you, like the tears, every single time I cried, every single time I was on my bathroom floor, I was dying inside because I asked myself, why God is not blessing mm. my marriage? Why is God sort of when we have been so faithful and in serving him, now there's no baby. Mm. All of that was worth it. So, I mean, it is a lot to have gone through six miscarriages. Yeah. The seventh one, you are skeptical, but baby makes it and survives. Mm -hmm. So how old is she today? She's three, going on 13. <laughs> she is a lot. And would you like to have more children? We do. We have. We have. We also have um, a son. Mm -hmm. So um, we definitely want to have more kids. We have been actively trying. Yes. Um, anytime is tea time. <laughs> <laughs> 
Have you to this day been able to discover what was wrong with your uterus that it wouldn't carry no. at that time? No, we were not. And I actually did change gynees. Mm. I went to a different gynee because I felt as if my cries were not heard. The first... Uh, yeah, the first six yeah. times when I was crying about certain things, I was not heard and I was not taken seriously. Mm. And I felt that maybe some of those things could have been prevented. Mm. So going to my um, now gynee, I told him that, you know what, this is what happened to mm. me. And... Now that I I want to have another baby, I need you to just maybe do a thorough check mm. on me and just to tell me maybe if I'm in danger, mm. if maybe this thing can happen again. And he did tests then. He says, but there's nothing we can see yes. unless you get pregnant. Yes. Then we can check if now this pregnancy, if you lose it, what was the issue? Because mm. then tests will tell you. But now that you're not pregnant, there's nothing we can see. Mm. And then I got pregnant with my son and there was nothing mm. because that pregnancy was one of the best pregnancies yes. I've ever had. And the baby was fine. The baby was born at the due date that we had set because we had a an elective C-section. Yes. So I, I'm yet to sort of discover what was the reasons? Mm. Because they can only find that if I have another miscarriage, yes, which yes. obviously I don't want. Yes, yeah. yes. And I think you've been through so much, but I'm so, so happy for you that um, you you held on yeah. to the hope that it was still possible. Um, there are many women, you know, or couples even who are watching who may be on the verge of giving up because it yeah. seems hopeless and, and you kept going. Mm -hmm. What are the final words that you'd like the viewers to know about your story? There's so many. But one thing that I can say and that I always tell even um, people on my YouTube channel is that God is still in the business of making miracles. Mm. Don't write him off. Sometimes it's okay that we get mad because situations are painful. We're humans, mm. you know, we're humans. We don't want to accept that bad things are happening to us. But I'm telling you, he is still in the business of making miracles. Don't give up. I love exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming through to the show. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> God is still in the business of making miracles. I absolutely love that. And that's going to be my key takeaway from this show is that you can have gone through six miscarriages and still be able to have a child at the end of it. Obviously, all circumstances are different. But for me, I hold on to the hope that, you know, you are not predestined for tragedy and suffering. There is an opportunity for hope and for love in the end. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a good night. Next time on Unpacked. And then he's like, oh my gosh, oh, will you tell, will you tell, you know? And then I asked him, what happened? What happened to us? And then he said, Ruilekakului. And then they find my son. So he says my son had like sand in his eyes. And then he, he was just looking up. He was not blinking or anything. Mm.
Thank you so much for watching Unpacked with Rilebkhile Mamoja. Make sure you subscribe to my channel where you can get to watch more episodes. But more importantly, you can be part of our online community. Comment down below, share with us who you'd like to see on the show, what story you'd like us to discuss. We love engaging with you. Keep it coming and don't forget to subscribe.